Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Kashif Booth podcast. If you're new here, each week I sit down with a guest and we discuss their career so far, the highs, the lows, and what's next for them. Today's guest is Monet Morgan. We've known each other a little over two years now, but I've known of you for a while. She's best known for her short films, Cody and Woolly Hair. Woolly Hair was into the Aesthetica Film Festival. I always get that wrong, Aesthetica Film Festival. The BAFTA qualifying um, film festival. And then she's just an all-round great director. We actually collaborated on a short film, what well, a micro short film called Dinner with Peter last year for a rain dance competition. So yeah, it was great to have you on the show. Welcome to the show, Monet. Thank you. Thank you. Such a beautiful uh, introduction, I must say. Thank you for that. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to right. speak with you. Well, as I said, like, I first saw your film, um, Code D, and I remember I was invited to the screening of it because that's with Richard Qatar and what's the production company's name again? Uh, yeah, there was uh, Richard Qatar, I believe. Uh, it might be the same one that also had um, Andy Amadi um, as well. It could be that one. I think there was two, one, two. No, it was the same one, um, I believe. And I think starring in Richard's one is uh, Kingsley Amadi, I believe. And oh god, another one too. But I, I, ah, oh, he's gonna kill me. Anton, I think Anton. Yes, Anton. Um, can't remember the name, but at least I, at least I got your first name. So don't, don't kill me. <laughs> Anton, I believe, um, I think that's On Duty. Yes. I think called On Duty was their film from it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was invited to the screening by Temi. Do you know, she writes all their films in the whole team. And so, yes, I remember. Temi watching- is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Temi is awesome. She's amazing. <laughs> these films are amazing. I remember watching Code D and I was like, final major uni project. I was like, yo, putting me to shame. I remember watching it like, I wish I could do that when I was at uni. So I remember doing that. And then I remember I just found you on social media. I was like, I have to follow this girl. She's so talented. And then I remember I DM'd you. I wanted to work with you on my web series, which now got demand. Yes. But yeah, because I want you to come as a director, but then that just kind of went left. But we stayed in contact, you know how it is in this industry. So it's great to see yeah. you progressing forward because now you work with Carl, who I introduced you to, and he's great, the DP, the unwitty hair. And you went to Princess, who I've known for years. <laughs> and now she's in um, Talia Versus, the pilot I did. So it's all a small yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's, it's just good that you, uh, you can meet people. And just off, uh, you know, the energy, the vibe, um, just having that like-minded aspect creative, creatively. Um, yeah, we could all bounce off each other and work with each other as well. So I, I just think it's a really good uh, industry we have. Um, and even if we make it niche to like, um, you know, our demographic, cultural ethnicity, like we um, are all very talented and it's just really lovely that we can like, you know, um, help each other out and, you know, work together and elevate together. So it's awesome. I agree. So how did you get started in film and TV? Like what what was your passion? Why did you want to get into it? How did you get here to where you are now? You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know if it's interesting, but it's a, it's a really cute, I say cute, cute story. Um, I remember, I remember when I was in secondary school i'm from northwest i was really close to say high school um but i know i get i get told off all the time it's secondary school we're not from the states um <laughs> but yeah in secondary school um about i think i was in like year eight 
and I used to write like narrative stories. Um, it was just like teenage love stories in high school type of stuff. And um, yeah, I used to write it on Word and I used to print it out. I, I gave it to somebody to read. And then all of a sudden it became something that everyone read, whether it was an English class or something. And um, I remember people coming up to me in uh, the playground asking for the next chapter. And I was so confused. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Um, and then it became a thing where I eventually kept writing, um, put it on Wattpad where I don't have to like give people files. So they go to the library to print out like some, some website now. Um, and that was like a little taste of people actually enjoying and um, being interested in my storytelling. So fast forwarded to like college times, um, I completely failed A-levels, which was like a very pivotal moment where I felt like I was a failure. I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This is A-levels, you know, so anyone that's, you know, in college and stuff, like there's still you still have life, you still have time, um, and it's not the end of the world. But I felt like it was the end of the world. But the one subject I did do okay in was media. And I remember my mom had a conversation with me and she just said that, you know, maybe I should look into just solely focus on that. So I took that and I'd done BTEC as media and production. And that's when I got a taste of filming because it was just writing at that point. Um, and yes, yeah, so when, I knew I could film what I wrote then I was like okay great I can see me doing this this was about 17 years old um, and then we had a module where it was a short film where you had to write a script and then go out and direct it <laughs> so I think that that was like a pivotal moment where I was just like okay I like this I'm good at this this falls uh it made me feel complete and then I just wanted to do film because that was the aspect where I felt all these emotions and I just felt like, oh my God, wow. So then university, I'd done uh, film production for three years at Southampton Solent. And yeah, that was, that was great. It was, it, was, it was great for what it was. Um, I learned a lot, mixed and mingled with different people, people that liked and wanted to pursue sound. There was people that wanted to just you know be a camera DOP there was other people that wanted to be directors when you come in everybody wants to be a director and then slowly people fizzle out to where they actually want to be but I stuck to being a, a director and I just always used to write and I think in the middle of that I was trying to do my web series called Brothers and Suits at the time and yeah so um that web series didn't materialize um it just didn't come it does happen sometimes it was, it was sad at the time but thinking about it now it's a good idea that can you know do something in the future which I might think about um but yeah that's basically how I started like it was kind of through the education route where I actually found uh you know the love and you know just the aspect of like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and now I feel like if I am not doing that i will feel like how I felt like in 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 college lost I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life <laughs> type of thing but um yeah um and it all stemmed from just me wanting to tell stories when I was 14 years old so that's why I always make the link when I almost try to introduce myself yes I'm a writer director 
uh, filmmaker, but I'm a storyteller because that I feel like that was like the start of my journey, wanting to tell stories, whether it was just writing it on, you know, uh, word document as like stories, like a little novel, to now writing scripts and and converting it into a visual, into a short film, into whatever visual platform. So that's that's how I got started from the beginning, um, and yeah, I think the passion just kept me wanting to look for opportunities um and most of the times um through my experience the opportunities was almost feels like it was there but it wasn't there at the same time so i always had the approach um because i wanted to tell stories and i wanted to be seen or heard more heard than seen um to just do it myself so um, one of my first ever short films um, was right after college um, and it was called uh, Double Crossing. I think that's even on YouTube now. And yeah, I um, wrote the script and I was looking for the main actor and um, the main actor was called Tolo Tariba, who I actually worked on Cody, which was my graduation film. So we kept that uh you know um creative and working relationship he's he's like a brother to me like an older brother to me and um yeah just through this journey you get to meet like i was saying before get to meet really good people um along the way i wrote this really cool man he's my friend uh he's almost like my <laughs> i don't even know how to describe him he's just like someone that i don't feel like i could live without uh, that's Remy Moses he's a very talented filmmaker and even through uh, the last year of uni and um, afterwards we always worked together so he he, he helped um, with my graduation film so yeah that's just a little aspect of like how I got into it and just how you can meet people in the way and how uh, you know how close uh, you guys uh, as in the people who you meet can um you know elevate with each other and just grow and and you know um create and just become who you want to be as as whatever it is we want to be if it's a filmmaker if it's a, an actor and just you know share achievements champion each other um and etc so yeah that's just a little bit about my story i was thinking i was rambling on for a little bit kind of lost where i was going but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I started from that route. <laughs> Hi, I love hearing everyone's journey. There's like, this is my 17th interview and there's so many, everyone's journey is different to how they get to where they want to be and what makes them realise that they are a writer, director, producer, whatever. And it's great to hear that. And I feel like you made really good points, like, especially when you was in A-level and how you said you failed and then you went and did a B-Tech. I did a B-Tech course as well, B-Tech film and media. Mm -hmm. And those courses are underrated because writing and doing theory isn't going to prepare you for this industry or what you want to do. Actually doing it and being practical and actually getting the feel of it, that's what helps you kind of get onto your creative path. And people need to do more of that. If you want to be a creative, do a B-Tech. Don't sit there doing essays all day. Because at least with B-Tech, you get a mixture, yeah. you know? And I know you yeah. went to Southampton School. I love that uni. My best friend went there. So I was down there all the time. So yeah, that's a great oh, course yeah. as well. <laughs> so like, yeah, you, I feel like you had the great foundation uh, to, you had the great foundation to really get to where you are now. And like the work you do with Remy and like is great. And it's 
it's also the power of networking across. There's an, it's not always just about who's at the top or, you know, you've got to network across to be able to get to where you want to be and ha- I literally build genuine relationships because that's yeah. helped me in my career and that's helping you now as well. So that's great. So what is like, what was your inspiration by, to get, sorry, what was your inspiration behind Cody and then Woolly Hair? What was your inspiration? How did you come up with those stories? Yes. Yes, Cody was interesting because, um, like I briefly mentioned, I was I was doing my web series um, at the time um, because that is all I wanted to do. That was my baby that was, you know, growing in my stomach for more than nine months. Let's just say about 13, 14 months. I was ready for it. I had all the episodes and everything and we were filming it. Got a great, a great location, sorry. And we were filming it and this was approaching my final year. And um, how it works, well, in, how it works in my uh, university is that you uh, you pick your groups. So because I was filming this web series, there was a day that you you start. Um, I think in late September, and I was very content to joining university for third year in somewhere around mid October or even the first week of October. I knew I was going to miss like a couple of weeks because I just wanted to make sure I got everything filmed. By the time I got back, everyone was in groups. I was left alone. And uh, there was like a certain number of people per group and everything was filled. So I was just like, oh, okay. Maybe I didn't judge this properly. Maybe I should have sorted this out before. Um, And there was a little bit inside me actually felt like people would approach me because I felt like I was one of the strongest uh, students in my course. in order to you know have me on their team so we could make a really dope final uh, year project um and that didn't, that didn't happen so i was uh, a little bit nervous so what happened was is i actually had to group with other people that were not in my course but they kind of had almost the same syllabus where they had to make a final project but they weren't in my course never worked with these people before i felt like it was completely unfair and i'm, I'm I made my concerns be known to the the heads of the <laughs> department, but at the same time, um, I feel like they they knew there was going to be a dynamic like this, and I just happened to to be one of that one of the, one of those people. So I was a little bit uncomfortable because I felt like at the time, I guess this is being prejudiced. <laughs> the people who I was, uh, I ended up having to. It was like the leftovers people having to group up with. Uh, their passion wasn't, um, it wasn't aligned as mine. So if I wanted to do like group meetings, they weren't really, there was one that was on board and the other two wasn't. And I was a bit concerned. So I kind of took the initiative to just be like, well, I know I want to achieve the best possible grade. So I had to play catch up. And with that, um, I knew I was going to cast uh, my friend Tola Tariba, who's an actor. And he, I remember him telling me an idea. So the whole aspect of Cody is actually his idea. So he told me this idea and I, I called him, it was kind of late, maybe about 11. And I just asked him to, to say the idea again, because I needed to act fast. And once he you know, rehash the idea, I just told him, okay, we can do this film, and obviously you're going to be casted as, you know, the main guy, um, but it will be for my final project, and what 
what the good thing is is that this film would have to be created because it relies on my my grade so it would be done that's the good thing about it for him he wanted a short film to be done he done some projects that didn't materialize so this was uh mutual for both me and him and yeah um we got the short film made uh as a university student uh you know they have equipment and they uh, this was the first time that anyone got to use the new Ari Minis, Ari Alexa Minis. Um, Wait, Ari, Ari Alexa Minis, what? <laughs> yeah, they, they, the Ari Alexa, this was the, they only had four. There was about maybe 12 groups. And I know I was playing catch up, but I was playing catch up on a strategic, strategic base. Um, so I was one of the four, <laughs> the four people that got the Ari Alexis, it was it was a nice smooth fuck you to the people that didn't take me in the group. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I managed to get that sorted. Um, I was really heavily stressed because I was being a producer, I was being a director, I was going to write the script. And then I was also trying to motivate the other people. So um, what, what I did know is that I could also get people to help me that are not within the course but who is in the course it's their project they have to take the main roles so that's when I kind of got um I guess my network of people from London to just like take smaller roles um I knew this person that was in college with me um she went to Bournemouth University I asked her to be the producer um or joint producer, whatever it works. Um, we also was working with Laville, 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 I think they're Laville or Laville, I don't think they're TV anymore, it's just Laville. Um, Ola, if I got that wrong, I am so sorry. But <laughs> it's Laville, Laville was the main one. And this is when they were starting out and I had a conversation with them in, in aspects of like seeing if they would like to be on board to help with the casting process um, and any other, uh, you know producing aspects of the film so there was people that helped out in different departments um, which made me feel a lot better and it was less stressful but it was still stressful and um, yeah majority it, it was some was filmed in Southampton some was filmed in London as you could tell some was definitely filmed in London from the opening scenes and credits um, but yeah it was a it was a it was a learning curve because there was like an aspect I think that would be, I would answer one of the other questions, but there was something that happened within Cody that was quite scary. Um, and um, yeah, it was, it was a really good project to work with different people. Um, one of the actors, I think he was based in Germany, you have to fly him in. That was the first time in, uh, you know, my early stage of, 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 of you know, um, creating films and working with people having to work with someone that was not in the same country and sorting out all of that. So yeah, it was it was a good process with Cody. Cody was was the graduation project where I guess I wanted to make my uh, directing uh, style quite uh, clear. Um, I worked a lot on how I wanted things to look, um, how I wanted it to feel in certain scenes. Um, when I was speaking to Tala with the script and I was just trying to make sure that, okay, it, it might have, I guess, guns and whatever. Um, but I also wanted to make sure that there was like an, uh, there, there was an essence to the story. It wasn't 
just based on that there was something that was pulling the characters um where it had meaning for them to you know do things that were almost illegal or something where we could fall in love with the characters like they have a good heart um sometimes in life there are people that are end up in situations um and it's you know probably with their environment but deep down they're good people they're they're just trying to live so um i kind of wanted to really make sure that stuck out in the in the short film um in the story and it was just a good way for me to almost experiment because i know i'm going to create more and um although i wanted to make a stance i also wanted to try things and see if i could elevate uh visually as a as a director working with actors knowing how to block knowing how to communicate with actors um use certain vocabulary um rehearse it was it was it was everything that i i now use as just the base um when i'm working on projects now so yeah cody is is this a special project and i almost look at that project as something where i was able to do and learn and i know where my voice is moving forward so there's aspects of cody that i would cringe if people were supposed to play it because i'm like oh i don't really like that it it happens um as you uh you know elevate but i also remember when i'm cringing like how how much that's shaped me so yeah <laughs> that's really good i mean hearing your story brought me back to university and how much i hated it i remember i was appointed a director of a final major project and those losers they weren't doing anything like you know we had a deadline to get certain things done and they just sitting around casual doing nothing the producers and i was like you know what this is my project so i would produce this so i started getting actors and i started doing everything cuz i was like this is my grade too uni is so stressful because it just feels like you know they have this f you attitude just to everything like i'll do it at my own time or you know i've got more important things to do and it's like we're all being graded on this so it's like where's yeah the, that's yeah but that's so that's great that's the one that thing with yeah that's the one thing so to cut you off that's the one thing about university with um uh, you know the the what's the word uh, the productive um courses um is is heavily group work and that is the only thing i i hated especially if i was grouped with people that seems like they went to university just to get a degree um they have no like they they're probably going to get this degree and do something else um so it's kind of unfair to the people who actually are serious about that art and that course um you know so that's that's one thing i would agree with like you know because it's your grade you want to make sure you're doing everything you have everything you're doing the best you can do and you just wish people just reciprocate that same energy while they're on the same you know group as you we're going to get the same we're going to be graded the same so i completely definitely that resonates with me a lot and it's something that you kind of get to learn as you become an adult and you're in this industry professionally it's you still kind of end up working with those same type of people where they don't have the same passion or drive or you the same work ethic as you so it's like well if my name's attached to this i want to make sure this is going to turn out good so it's like 
not everybody has that and so it really is about finding that team and it's so great that you was able to get so much outside support to help you with it and that's great another bit what you said about how um sometimes you look back at it and cringe at certain areas i totally understand that i think every filmmaker says that about their first film and it was good that you mentioned about you were able to just experiment a lot while you were making that because that's good to know and for other people to hear only because some people always are trying to make sure their first film is so perfect yes you want it to be good but at the same time it's so early in your career you're still going to figure out your aesthetic your style your references your inspirations as well because there's so many different ways mm-hmm. you're going to develop as an artist and life experiences so many things change you so it's like don't go crazy that like, literally is going to improve bit by bit and i always say to people as long as the content's there it's fine forget everything else as long as the content's there and the story arc what you wanted to tell resonates to the audience it's fine so yeah and you did that so i felt in my personal opinion you did that so it's great um inspiration for woolly hair because i've been able to see a cut of it because carl sent me his show recently so i was able to watch it on a private link and oh okay i was about to say i haven't sent you i haven't sent you the link oh i need to say if i haven't then i'll send it to you after this because i i i I honestly thought but um it's great no bias i really enjoyed it i just loved not to give too much away but you know just the whole story arc of it there's not that much dialogue you know princess is such a great actress the lead actress in woolly hair and you know it pulls off very well so what was your inspiration behind that and i saw your little cameo in it as well so what was the inspiration behind woolly hair (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh my cameo a lot of people didn't know that but yeah yeah there's a cameo (laughs) (laughs) don't understand when they see it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no woolly hair um I think with woolly hair, I think the the intentions behind woolly hair was to really, again, I guess I almost said that with uh, Cody, but with woolly hair, I guess because between Cody and woolly hair was about two years, so I done maybe experimental shorts in between. Um, Some I think one is out, one isn't out. Um, and I'd probably done like a mi- another micro short and I worked on somebody else's film. So I was kind of always trying to find similarities of what I do naturally as a director. Um, because there's a thing where, well, for me, what I believe, there's things that you do naturally and then there's things that you are intentionally um, putting in your work. Um, so yeah again experimenting but with woolly hair to come back to it i wanted to be a little bit more intentional so i think it was important for me to take a something small and then kind of build a a, when i say small i just mean like uh the, the the nature of the story um and then kind of build a nice little short film with it and i was discussing with carl which is my dop um, I, I was discussing that that's what I wanted to do and I wanted it to be intentional with the fact that I wanted to make it basically non-dialogue. And um, I, I'm, I'm a natural in terms of, uh, I wear my natural hair, be natural at this point for I think over four years now. And um, there's always been something about it where I wanted to kind of show that transition. Um, and 
I took an experience, um, not just from me, but I, I spoke to other women who um, are also natural, whether natural in dreadlocks or natural with their, um, um, their curly hair. Um, when they, you know, stopped, you know, putting their hair in protective styles, whatever kind of protective style it was, and they wore their hair out, when they went public, like outside, um, they, they and me and we all had like a similar experience of like people who probably do not understand our hair just having this aspect where, um, I don't know if they are intrigued. I don't know if they find it disgusting. I don't know, but it's just something where you're watched and you're able to feel that energy. And I kind of wanted to take um, that, that experience and make a short film about it. And I wanted it to be very intentional in terms of when I was writing the scripts to kind of make that one moment probably almost the shortest moment but you are following this character and feeling what she feels throughout so in the start everything's normal you feel empowered then the experience happens and you see a complete shift in her energy and how she feels and that was very intentional where I wanted to make sure that transcends um, on camera and you know through the performance of the actor actor yeah and um so even with that I wanted to be intentional with how I filmed it um because I wanted to make this short film specifically um almost like the pinnacle of this is this is Monet this is how this is her art this is how she directs this is how she tells stories um and yeah with woolly hair it was it was a very i feel like it was with every film um production there's things that don't go to plan that happens all the time so any upcoming filmmakers just be prepared to uh you know think on the spot and you know know how to adapt and it but overall i feel like it was very smooth in terms of what I wanted from it, I kind of got with, you know, having to adapt in certain times. Um, but yeah, with Woody Hair, I think it's it's a very special project of mine. It's almost, I could say it's like the recent short film, but it's not because Dinner with Peter was done afterwards. And um, another short film called Him that I think is coming out soon this year. It's going to come out uh, too. Um, so that's done afterwards. Um, and it's not even online, so I don't, I don't. I keep saying recent, but no, a lot of people haven't seen it. But um, yeah, with woolly hair, I just wanted to kind of send the message to um, people about not just the community, but just what what women can go through in a very subtle way, and how that could affect them. Um, it's very niche because I think black women go through this um especially women that have gone through that specific experience maybe not all women have had that experience but the women that i've spoken to and i can even talk to for my spouse myself um there's an experience like that i've gone through and yeah i kind of just wanted to make it really um nice to watch i kind of wanted it to be something where 
it's it almost falls art house like to a degree it's quite quite gritty um some of the shots it's like inspired from people that i look up to as filmmakers and i'm just like yeah the, these shots are really great i want to kind of like take inspiration and put that in my own work as well and um yeah I, that was just a film that i kind of wanted to to be to be heard or seen by amazing well i feel like when you said um just now about how you made it very intentional it does come across like that because you understand the looks and the stares and it is very reflective of the times we live in as much as the world has to a certain degree changed people still look at you like that you know we get either compliments or fascination over our, over our hair sometimes I'm at work and my hair sometimes usually a lot longer so they're like oh I really want to touch it it looks so fascinating and so cool and it's like I understand. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't touch our hair. <laughs> I get it. Like, our hair is special at the end of the day. Like, you know, our hair yeah. actually sits up. I mean, you look just have boring hair. It falls down. <laughs> I understand. I understand. It's fascinating. It's different. But it's something what we go through. We're not, we're not animals. We're not trying to be gawked at. So it definitely, that intention does come across. And that's, and I'm sure... Um, the audience did, you know, got into Aesthetica, so that's amazing. So have your has your film festival run finished or what's like going on with Woolly Hair? Yeah, it's 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 finished because that's 2019 and we're in 2020 now. So I, I guess with some submissions they don't mind, mm -hmm. but there's some that kind of specifically ask within the air. Um mm -hmm. I don't know because we were in a pandemic if they have taken that out, but I think it's been enough time where it's it's been put forth to festivals um declined from some accepted by some mm -hmm. um and yeah it's, it's 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 at a place where i feel like the world can see it now so i just wanted to i've been thinking about i think i'm doing too much um so i'm even you know i should slap my own wrist because i've literally just told people to don't do this but um yeah i think i'm doing too much in into thinking should i put it out here should i put it out there should i even put it out should i wait i'm doing too much with the overthinking but i'm going to the, the i would i will release it this year really soon actually um whether that's just on my own vimeo page or whether um, i contact a platform and they're interested to you know have it you know premiered there i'm, I'm good with that great and as a writer director who are some of your influences or inspirations So, um, man, I wish I had my laptop because I had them all written down because I have a long list. Um, but when I go off the top of my head, it diffuses to very few. Um, but most of them are like um, black women filmmakers. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not apologizing for it because I just I, not only do I love their work it's just really it's just really I have to say this as well it's just really lovely and beautiful to see you know um, black women directors you know being given their flowers you know um, being praised and you know it's just also nice for me to see as someone a lot younger um, people who look like me telling stories um, and they're good at it, good at it and it's being shown like on TV before I didn't see that at all um, or maybe I couldn't find as much because it wasn't being shown to me I was really uh, used to watching TV you know when I was younger I'm not that old but when I was younger but now that we have like YouTube and you know internet now you're able to see more 
But um, <laughs> so um, Ava DuVernay is amazing. I, lo I love her work. Um, some of these people might not be writer directors, but they might be writers. Um, like um, Mara Block Book Aoki. Like she, she's just, yeah. yeah, she's up there. I would even say Issa Rae as well, because like she, she's, what she's done using um, the internet and then transitioning to TV is actually fantastic. And how she's done that through her uh, production company as well. Um, and just building that audience just from that. It's, it's, very, it's, it's very inspiring. Um, Gina Prince Bythewood, um, I also look up to her. Um, Barry Jenkins, I love his work absolutely love his work I almost he's like one of the directors where I would see something and I would almost try to like take inspiration from um so he's definitely uh a special you know candidate for as an inspiration top five <laughs> position um I feel bad because there's probably like two that I should have said already and I haven't um Oh, goodness, 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 goodness. Uh, I like Ryan Coogler's work from Fruitful Station to, what's the recent one? Black Panther, I think that's the recent one. I love every single one, every single thing he's created. And his journey is quite, it's nice as well. Um, I could even go back to like John Sinnington, just from his, it's, it's, his her, it's his early career part that really makes me feel like, you know, you can actually make it in your 20s. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? You could be, you could be, you could be Oscar nominated in your 20s. What? <laughs> um, uh, wow, I could go on. I, I, I'm trying to think of that list. I, I feel like I've missed people that I, I would never really miss. Um, I said this 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 i don't know it might come back to me and i might say it in one of the other questions but those are the people i'm thinking of at this present moment Th those are great choices honestly like everyone you mentioned i i yeah them some of mine as well and when you said barry jenkins that i can really see the influence in from his work in your work i can definitely really see that especially with willie hair i can see it yeah Oh great, thank you. That's 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 very warming to me. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I could see you doing like a black love story and have seen the inspiration from like Gina Prince Pyward and Barry Jenkins. Because I mean what Gina did with Beyond the Light and Love and Basketball is just amazing. And then what Barry Jenkins did with Moonlight and obviously it feels shoot for talk. Yeah, I see it. I definitely once you said those two, I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely get that. So those are the goats. I don't care. Fight me on there. I love their work, especially when you're looking at black love. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's a good reference for myself yeah. for a project I've been developing for many years now about black love and all that stuff. So definitely because just about the way they're shot, selections, the cinematography, the arc of storytelling, and really the way how they pull on heartstrings, like literally, because the dialogue I feel like is very well written and it's very well yeah. for the audience. So when you're hearing them speak. They're like damn okay like i haven't gone through a heartbreak i'm not in that but i hear <laughs> like i feel what they're giving so yeah definitely understand that so it's really cool yeah yeah the one thing with barry jenkins especially if bill street could talk because that i really 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 love that film um i've i've had a lot of people say stuff where they don't really not people like 
I guess the black audience, they're kind of, some of them are over the oppression um, and them kind of films. And what if Bill Street could talk really did is, is actually, if you think about it, that story is, it is a traumatic story that's going on, but what I, for however he done it, it was less about the, you know, the trauma of what was going on between the two characters and he used love to kind of like draw the audience in and fall in and, and actually just fall with these characters and and kind of show that aspect and really highlight that as well as we're also witnessing something very unfortunate and unjust at the same time so it, it feels less heavy um, even though we know that's done so if anything that I really appreciate that um, decision making if that was intentional mm-hmm. um, I really appreciated that I mean that was something that I don't know if a lot of people like thought about that but that was something that I thought about um, because it's I feel like some pain is really good to to, to show in whether it's storytelling or in in art pain is, is is nice it can be beautiful if you twist your mind to think that way but when you also add another element to it, it really makes it feel a lot different where you can look at it different. And, you know, Barry Jenkins, I just feel like there's, there's aspects of like how his mind works where I really just want to take a leaf out of his book. So he's one person I would love to meet one day. But yeah, that was just something that I wanted to mention with, with, with about him and that film specifically. That's a really good point because I'm over black trauma as well but when I think of if Bill Street could talk I don't really look at it as the trauma part of it like that is the reality of being a black man specifically in America but at the same time their love story is what really pulled me in more because that's what a lot of people have to go through and yeah I don't look at it as a trauma film like when I think of slavery films yeah that's a trauma film or that new Netflix film which has gone on Netflix which is about another black man being killed by a cop I can't remember the name of it but um I don't want to see that that's too much trauma like Fruit of Our Station brilliant loved it I'm only watching that once I'm not watching it again (laughs) you know like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I definitely understand that yeah so what's next what's next for you what have you got coming up this year and next year and stuff so what is next? Well, I'm still creating, I'm still writing. Um, I feel like this pandemic, because that's, I, I guess it's it's like the biggest thing that's happened and it's kind of changed things for a lot of people in a good way, in a bad way. Maybe it's been indifferent to some people, but you know, we've just gone through a pandemic and I guess we're still in it. It's coming to an end, who really knows at this point, but you know, it's been interesting because it's almost felt like I've taken a very long time out and I wanted to use this time to just solely write and what was interesting as even though that was my intentions it was very hard mentally to kind of get my head there um and you know convert these ideas put it pen to paper or write it you know um in note forms um, on a word document and yeah, I just found this pandemic a bit interesting because what I done instead was um, to kind of focus on me and kind of, you know, understand who I am and kind of do the work uh, spiritually and just, you know, kind of get 
myself into self, like really focus on self. And after doing all of that and manifesting re- like great things to come, you know, even though I was feeling down sometimes, I was trying to be positive and just, you know, manifest like great things and, you know, doing my little post-it notes. And then kind of watching anything that came my way during a pandemic, that was actually very helpful as well, watching anything that came my way. Um, and with all of that combined, it kind of got me back into a place where, you know, I feel inspired again. Um, so for me, to what's going to come this year, it's very, very interesting that you were talking about like a you know, love story thing, because that's been in the works. I even have the name for it, but I don't want to share right now. I'll tell you not off yet, camera. Not yet, not yet. I'll, tell you off, I'll tell you the name for it off camera, but um, <laughs> I'm either thinking, I'm, I'm touring in between of that being either a short film or a short mini series, um, because I like, I, I want to do this mini series and actually, you know, conquer at it because the web series didn't work and I just really want to, you know, do the, the, the series thing so that could be it and then I also have a uh, short film that I've written and um, I have a producer attached so we're just going through the stages of uh, you know uh, uh, development in you know making sure we have everything possible so we can possibly film it this year end of this year so that's what's coming up this this that's what I'm working on now. And um, like I said, I think there's one short film that I uh, filmed um, and it was written by uh, Tamsin uh, Murray. Um, and I think that should be coming out this year. But it's all up to her. So, you know, if you guys want to see that, it's called Him. Just, just hop in her, her mentions on IG and Twitter because, you know, I think it's awesome. Um, and it's starring her as well. She's, she's amazing. She's a really talented woman um so yeah that's that's what's coming up this year um content wise great well thank you again for coming on the show Mene. it's been great having you on as a guest where can people find you on like social media and your work yeah so i have the same handle for all social media um so Monet morks with an s um so i'm going to say it all up because it might be confusing when i say it so Monet, um, M-O-N-E-T, Morgs, M-O-R-G-S. So that's my handle on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a website, um, www.amonevision.com. Amonevision is my brand. Um, And that's where you can find me, really. So, yeah, thank you very much. Great. Thank you so much again for coming on. It was a great interview. Hope you guys really enjoyed it. And just listening to this great director talk about her visionary. It was so great listening to how you came up with everything in, in terms of all of your films. So it was really great to hear, especially in in-depth analysis. And so not everybody really gets to get that from a director. So it was really great to hear. So thanks again, guys, for listening. Follow me all on socials at Kashif Booth or Kashif Booth Entertainment or the Kashif Booth Podcast. As you know, too many socials. <laughs> See you guys soon.